0: Okay. Good morning, again, Bridge of Hope. We are beginning uh, our Christmas series entitled "Christ Was Born," and so uh, join with me as we look at our passage today, Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 9, we'll be reading from verses 1 to 7. That's Isaiah chapter 9, reading verses 1 to 7. And it reads as follows. But there will be no gloom for her who was in anguish. In the former time he brought into contempt the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali. But in the latter time he has made glorious the way of the sea. The land beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the nations. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. And those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness, on them has light shone. You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as they are glad when they divide the spoil. For the yoke of his burden and the staff for his shoulder, the rod of his oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Midian. For every boot of the tramping warrior in the battle, tumult, and every garment rolled in blood will be burned as fuel for the fire. For to us a child is born, and to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Will do this. Amen. May God add the blessing to the reading of His Word. I'd like to speak to you tonight, today on the topic His prophetic birth. His prophetic birth prophetic birth bow your heads with me please heavenly father we just thank you today for your people and we praise you for your son and his birth his life his incarnation we give you glory father and father we just acknowledge that it is because of jesus that we are here it is because of jesus that we celebrate so lord cause our joy to remain In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Christ was born is this month's preaching series, and our first message will look at how the celebration of his birth, which is ultimately Christmas, is a prophetic holiday. Uh, For something to truly be prophetic It must first be divine in origin, whatever that message is. It must first to have originated with God. It must be certain and authoritative. In other words, what is being spoken is clearly going to happen and it it, it comes with the authority of God. And lastly, if it's prophetic, it speaks to both our now and our not yet. It will speak to us in the here and now, but it will also speak to our future, what will come to pass but has yet to at this point. So when we consider these elements of the prophetic, we see that Jesus' birth is a prophetic message. We are saying that his birth will change our now and our not yet for certain because God has ordained it, amen. We are saying that Christmas is not just a normal holiday, but it speaks into what is happening into our today and it speaks into our future. And think about it. Don't we need... God to speak to us today don't we need a prophetic word for this hour in light of of what's going on in our world don't we need the rise in COVID cases and the deaths and the quarantines the illnesses the job losses the political wars the shutdowns don't we need them to end we need something to turn around our present, our now, because it really feels dark outside every day. It just feels like there's more news about about job loss, more news about the rising cases. The it it just it just feels horrible right now. I don't know how else to put it. But not only is our now troubling, but since humanity has gotten itself into our current predicament, we need our not yet to change as well. What happens in our future? What happens in our tomorrow? Where are we going as a nation? Where are we going as a world? Where are we going as the human race? We need our future to change. Oh, my God, the change we need in our present day mirrors the tone of Israel in Isaiah chapter 9. It was doom and gloom. That's what they felt at that day. They lost war after war, particularly Judah to Assyria. They struggled with idolatry and sin. Their nation's economy was manipulated and tied to Assyria. Their king was leading a divided nation and the people were crying for better days. And in that time enters the prophet Isaiah with a word from God and, and that initial word, uh, that ushers in this season was Isaiah chapter seven, verse 14. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. See, the virgin will conceive, have a son, and name him Emmanuel. That was God's word to Israel. That I know right now your leadership looks bad. And I know right now things look like they're going to be horrible. But God's got a sign for you that things are about to turn around. God's going to send a woman who is going to give birth. This is going to be a king. And this king is going to come from a virgin. (laughs) Ha! That was God's word, that our now is going to change and the sign of it is the birth of the Lord. Hallelujah, the birth of the Messiah, the birth of the king. And now, uh, two chapters later in Isaiah, uh, this prophet we get more prophetic clarity. In chapter 9, uh, the Bible tells us that there was gloom and anguish In Zebulun and Naphtali And Galilee throughout Galilee This was the area today We would call Samaria Uh, That's definitely from the context Of the New Testament The darkness that pervaded Israel Was of their own making They followed after the gods of the world and so the Lord allowed Assyria to cover them with darkness and despair. The Assyrians were brutal. They taxed Israel. They bullied Israel. They threatened Israel. They mocked Israel. They laughed at them and said, there's nothing you can do about it. However, the prophecy through Isaiah says something beautiful that despite what is going on, despite despite the fact that it's your fault, God says, I'm going to come and I'm going to change it. And he says, light is coming. And the, the message is the birth that I'm about to bring, the change that I'm about to bring into your society, into your world through this Messiah. It's going to usher light in. It's coming from Emmanuel. This child is going to grow to become the light that shines. And I want you to look with me in Malach in Matthew chapter 4 where uh, this passage is actually quoted. Isaiah chapter 9 is actually quoted starting at verse 13 it says and leaving Nazareth Jesus went and lived in Capernaum by the sea in the territory of Zebulun and Naphtali so that what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah might be fulfilled the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali the way of the sea beyond the Jordan Galilee of the Gentiles the people dwelling in darkness have seen a great light for those dwelling in the region and shadow of death on them a light has dawned and from that time Jesus began to preach saying repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand the light came and that light was Jesus Christ the child Emmanuel who would be the Messiah he was to grow up and he would shine a light on a dark place in fact that's the beauty of it Jesus says you've lived in the shadow of sin and darkness and now my kingdom is coming And it's going to shine into darkness And it's going to drive the darkness away In other words hope is here and what you are experiencing it won't be for long and just like that i want to tell you this message that came to through isaiah to to israel or to judah that same message came during the time of christ and it's a message for us today the light has come and it is shining and our doom is going to be turned around to glory and the message comes from christmas Jesus was the hope then and he's the hope now. Oh my Lord, we need this light. We need this hope. This prophetic birth is the message that hope is coming and hope is here and hope will come again. My God, Uh, we need it. I'm one of those who waits until after Thanksgiving to, put up the decorations, and some of you have mocked me about that, and and, uh, on the Thanksgiving weekend, my sister-in-law was there, and she saw that my house was barren of Christmas ornaments, and she said, Trevor, you need to get this place set up. Uh, she says this this year has been horrible and it's time that we see something that makes us feel good again something that makes us feel happy again I want to tell you that that I understand what she's saying Christmas does it but it's not merely the decorations and I do concede that the decorations do seem to change the temperature the atmosphere in the home but I'm telling you we need more than a Christmas tree we need to celebrate the coming of Jesus Christ because it's his light that brings hope and when we see what's going on in our world we say wait a minute this is not going to be for long Jesus is going to change things he is the light in a place of doom and so his birth means hope is here And hope is coming. Amen. This prophetic birth means that joy is here. And joy is coming. Uh, Look look at the text. And four times it speaks about uh, joy look at it starting at verse 3 he says you have multiplied the nation you have increased its joy then it says and you will rejoice before they will rejoice before you and then it says your joy will be like at harvest and you will be glad uh you will be glad like when they divide the spoil yes when Jesus came as a child he opened the doors of the kingdom of God. When Jesus was born, he ushered in the the promise of the kingdom and and when he's grown up, he is invited all into this kingdom and that's where the joy comes. That's why the Bible says that he has increased the nation. He has increased the population, multiplied the nation. When Jesus came, he... One, not just Jews, but Gentiles. And because of him, all of us are accepted into the kingdom of God who trust in him. The ones who were your oppressors, they even have become your family through Christ. Yes, Jesus brings healing. Some of us have been in despair so long we've lost our understanding of joy and and the joy that comes when God heals a nation and God restores us and, and 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 God delivers us but i'm telling you we've got to remember again that Christ brings joy uh, i remember years ago when oprah would have her favorite things on her uh, talk show and and they would bring out all the things that she loved her favorite commodities and 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 everyone would get so excited because at the end they would say and And this wonderful thing All of you are going home with it And they would shout And there would be confetti And people would jump up And be glad and hugging one another It was joy in the house And that was temporary But Jesus has come to bring permanent joy And I'm telling you The joy he's bringing You ought to jump and shout That no matter what is going outside And it feels like despair Rejoice because God is going to bring An end to this despair An end to this darkness. Jesus is bringing joy. He says, "The joy I'm going to bring, it's going to be like when harvest comes, and you produce more than you ever needed. It's going to be an abundance." He's not saying I'm going to give you abundance. He's saying the joy you feel at an abundant harvest, that's the joy my kingdom's going to bring. He says the joy you feel when someone comes out of war and they've got a bounty, they've got wealth and riches that come in, that's what you've got to feel when my kingdom comes. When Jesus was born, it was not just the message of he's cute and pretty and born in a manger. It is the message that our God has come to free us and deliver us. That's why he speaks about the yoke and the rod and the staff that's been over us has been broken because the joy of Jesus is not just a feeling it is a joy that comes from deliverance a joy that comes when your oppressor has ended and can I tell you we have had enough oppression we have had enough sorrow we've had the oppression of sickness and the oppression of debt and the oppression of infertility the depression the oppression of depression the the oppression of sin Satan has brought defeat in too many of our lives but Jesus has come to destroy the yoke that's been over you when Jesus was born he was the message to the world that your bondage is coming to an end I am coming to set you free from whom the son sets free is free indeed Christmas is the message it is a prophetic message that in the here and now I'm breaking your yoke and in your tomorrow I'm setting you free Hallelujah, our burdens are lifted by Jesus. In fact, his joy is so complete that he says, you know what? When when someone is in the war and they take the enemy's boots and they take the the enemy's clothes off and you burn them and they they incinerate, it's as if there was never a war. It's as if there was never a fight. He says, My kingdom victory is going to be so joyful, you're going to look back and wonder when did we fight? When were we in a war? When were we ever in bondage? God's been so good, you're gonna forget what bondage even looked like. You're gonna forget what addiction looked like. You're gonna forget you were sick. Oh no, you're gonna remember because you gotta keep your testimony. But God's freedom is so good, your joy will remain so great that it's gonna be like you were never even in bondage. Hallelujah, it's a it's birth, is a prophetic message to us. Joy and freedom is here And is coming Glory to his name the Prophetic birth means that God's gift is here And is still coming <laughs> Look with me at verse 6 For unto us a child is born Hallelujah Unto us, a son is unto us. He was born just for us. Hmm. Jesus, you came just for us. This birth is our gift. So God says, (coughs) Get ready. I am sending a gift to you it is a child it is the son it is my son and I'm sending him just for you why 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 do we get gifts why do we receive gifts don't we receive them as a message that someone is thinking about us don't we receive gifts as a message of how important we are, oh my Lord. listen, when it seems like, uh, like, like we don't value we're not valued in this life, when it seems like what you do and who you are means nothing to people, God has given a message at Christmas through the birth of Jesus Christ, a prophetic word to you who are lonely, to you who feel, who feel overwhelmed, to you who feel forgotten, to you. I'm sending my son as a gift for you because you mean so much to me. Oh yes, to us, the son is given. To us is the gift. And this gift is so good that he's going to have names that we will call him and he will have earned these names. Wonderful, hallelujah, counselor. The counselor refers to the wisdom of God. The wonderful, it it speaks about the the works, the mighty works of God. So here are the the wisdom and the works, the one who works them both, who, who provides wisdom When we don't know what to do And provides a strong arm When we don't know how it's going to work out The mighty God the everlasting father and he's not speaking about the eternal father he's saying Christ is the origination he's the originator of our deliverance he is the first fruit of them who rose from the dead he is the one who died on the cross just as we will die he's the one who, who is like our father in the experience in this world so we've had lived under doom and we've lived under depression and we've lived in pain but Christ has gone before us he was born in this world to go before us so that we may follow him as a child follows a father and that father will never leave us he's an everlasting father goes on to say he's the prince of peace he brings healing he ends wars his presence, his birth is the sign that wars will cease. Hmm. This is not only speaking to our now, this is speaking to our not yet. So we see that his birth is a prophetic message because it's seeing not just today and not just yesterday. It's seeing into our tomorrow. It's seeing into the second coming. Of the increase of his government and of peace there will be no end because he's on the throne of David that's his kingdom yes and all of this is for us his throne is for us his kingdom is for us his name is for us to establish his kingdom and uphold it with justice and righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. Listen, the son was fined in heaven, but he came incarnate. He became flesh. He dwelt among us. He was born that we might know righteousness, that we might know justice, that we might know equity. He came for us. Sometimes you hear of things and you say it's too good to be true. Not his birth. In fact, the beauty of it, he says the zeal of the Lord will perform it. I know it seems too good to be True and you look at your now and you say Man I don't know if it can happen If it can turn you don't worry about that The zeal of the Lord will perform It in fact that's What brought the birth of Christ Remember this is 700 years Before Jesus was born and the birth Came by the zeal of the Lord And just as the birth came by the zeal Of the Lord what his birth Prophesied about his second Coming is also going to be performed By the zeal of Of the Lord Bridge of hope I know this has been A difficult year But the Lord shows us He has not forgotten us God has not forgotten about us He is going to continue To fulfill this prophetic message Not just to our yesterday But to our today There is hope we should have In Jesus And more hope to come The yoke is being broken He is our gift and God is going to deliver us this is a prophetic message through his birth it's hard to believe that God can come born as a child and do all these things but I'm reminded in Luke chapter 1 where the Bible says through Gabriel the angel Speaks to Mary and he says, nothing is impossible with God. Your darkness can be driven away. Your bondage you can be delivered from. What, what the, the, the hope that's been dashed, God is able to do what others could not. He can free you. He will sustain you. His kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. You don't have to worry. See, God, Hebrews 1 says, God spoke to us through various ways, through prophets, but in these last days, he has spoken to us through his son. Nothing is impossible with God and he has already performed let us know that his word will come to pass because he prophesied that he would send the son born of a virgin and here Christ came. And so we can be assured that what has not yet been fulfilled is still to come. It's to come in our lifetime and it's to come in our future. How do we respond I think we have to respond to the hope of God. We respond to the joy of God. We respond to the gift of God like Mary did. At first, she says, how can this be? I think that's how most people would respond. How how in the world can this happen? But The angel Gabriel said, you don't have to worry about how God's going to do it. With God, all things are possible you just have to believe and Mary's response to the Lord was this I am your servant let it be to me according to your word that's our response to the Lord right now if his birth is speaking hope to us his birth is speaking freedom to us his birth is speaking grace and deliverance and and joy and and, and 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 mercy towards us then our response is lord whatever you have said to me let it happen for i am your servant and i will do whatever you ask of me i will believe and follow that's why we respond at christmas we don't just celebrate we believe that what has not yet happened is coming and we say, Lord, I am your servant and whatever you ask me to do, I'll do it because you will perform it. I'm reminded in Jeremiah where the word says in the, pro- in the prophetic book of Jeremiah, he says, I think it's chapter 1, verses 11 to 12, he ultimately says, the Lord will perf- make haste in performing all we have to do is trust it. He's already come as a child. That prophetic birth has been, that prophecy has been fulfilled, and yet it's still more to come. Bridge of Hope, let's rejoice. Let's celebrate. Let's give God praise today because his birth is speaking. A prophetic word to us and it is certain and it's coming with authority and we don't have to worry it is for your now and it is for your tomorrow and it will come to pass let's pray father I thank you today I thank you that you are thinking about us hallelujah your birth your Christmas your incarnation says that you care about us and you know our needs and so lord you will not leave us in this state lord you you see the condition in the world and your hope is here your light is shining father i pray as a people we would place our trust in you in your light in your word and i pray god we would look at your birth and see that all of your promises are yes and amen. And we would hold on to them. For you are speaking to our now and our not yet. Father, I pray that the sick would look to you today. I pray that the, the, those overwhelmed with addictions and sin would look to you today. And they would know the rod is of oppression is broken in Christ. Oh, Father, today, may we believe that in you all things are possible. Hallelujah. And may we say as Mary, let it be to us according to what you have spoken. We are now your servant. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you, Bridge of Hope.